to meditate or not meditate? That is the question, isn't it? With all this talk on mindfulness, meditation is quite the buzzword these days. You're probably tuning into this episode from a bustling city with a persistent honking of cars, forcing you to increase the volume so you can hear my voice properly. You might even be scrolling on Instagram or the news as you listen, evading the endless stream of notifications from email, e-commerce apps, all vying for your attention. The ceaseless demands of modern life have made every day of ours into an endless race with no time to pause or reflect. But now is when that pause becomes all the more crucial. If you've been on the fence about whether you should build a meditation practice, and if yes, how, then you are in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Own Your Everyday series in the Being Miraculous podcast. I'm your host and self-awareness coach, Shweta Shivraman, back with insights and micro-practices you can use in your busy lives to own your everyday. In today's episode, we are going to look at why meditation is all the more significant in today's fast-paced world and how you can get started with building a practice of your own. Meditation is not some millennial discovery. Its roots trace back thousands of years when ancient sages, scholars and yogis recognized its profound power to harmonize the mind, body and soul. Many concepts have died a natural death over the centuries, but not meditation, because it's still as relevant, if not more, in our chaotic and confusing times. First, let's clarify, what is meditation? Often, when we hear this term, we picture a monk maybe in saffron robes, sitting in uncomfortable postures in very difficult climates for long periods of time. You get the picture, right? It's misunderstandings like this that make meditation inaccessible to common people like you and me in modern times. I like a simpler definition by a Buddhist monk, Shinzen Yang. If he says meditation is any situation wherein you're consciously cultivating focus. That's it. You can consciously cultivate focus on the yoga mat, in a formal meditation practice, or while talking, driving, eating, or even sleeping. That means the act of listening to this podcast can become a meditative exercise if you're consciously cultivating focus and paying complete attention. The other place that's surrounded by myths is the benefits of meditation. It's quite common to hear words like, Meditate to calm the mind and relax completely. So most high achievers and busy professionals have the habit of postponing until retirement or after achieving pinnacles of success because who has time for relaxation before that? I was that way too until actual practice of meditation changed my view. The thing is that this is a limited understanding of meditation. Meditation helps us calm down and relax. Yes, definitely. But it does more than that. It also helps us to clarify and gain insight. Many of us today have decision paralysis or analysis paralysis. Meditation addresses all of that and more. It helps reduce our suffering when life's inevitable curveballs hit us. It enables us to be fully present and experience life bigger and better. It helps us attain focus and deepen concentration, which means we can get more done effortlessly and have more time to experience life fully. Meditation 
can also help us come to terms with what is, regardless of whether the external conditions are favorable to us. Let me tell you a common story that's often shared when it comes to meditation. Imagine a woodcutter whose job is to cut down many trees year after year, yet who refuses to spend 20 minutes each day sharpening his axe. Then he wonders why he can't cut as much wood as he needs to and why it is such hard work. He never realizes that he is using a dull axe, a less than optimal tool. The same is the case with us knowledge workers and our minds. Our minds are our tools to do creative work and meditation is the means to sharpen our acts of awareness. Without taking time regularly to sharpen it, we are doing grave injustice to our minds and our lives. Our minds are constantly overstimulated. We keep feeding it junk constantly and create a system overload. We also eat foods that constantly leave our minds restless and on edge, making it weaker to fight the next battle. We remain on 24 by 7 alert with our devices and internet connectivity. We compromise on sleep, the one tool that the mind has to process and restore without interruption. Meditation can help tackle the downsides of the fast-paced life we live in. This is not completely hearsay. Researchers have meticulously studied the effects of meditation on our minds and bodies. They have found that this practice has the remarkable ability to rewire our brains, promoting a deep sense of calm and improved focus and memory. Through consistent meditation, grey matter as we call it, the precious substance responsible for memory, emotional regulation and self-control, can increase in volume enhancing our cognitive abilities and emotional resilience. In a world where our nervous system is bombarded with constant stimulation, meditation serves as an oasis of tranquility and creativity. Just as a skilled painter blends vibrant colors on canvas, meditation allows us to create a masterpiece within our own lives. It cultivates a heightened sense of self-awareness, enabling us to witness our thoughts and emotions without judgment. As we detach ourselves from the incessant chatter of our minds, we tap into the inner reservoir of wisdom and clarity, unearthing our true potential. In a world that often divides, meditation unites us with ourselves and with others. It fosters empathy and compassion, enabling us to feel deeply and understand the human experience with greater clarity. As we cultivate a sense of inner peace, our actions ripple outward, transforming the world around us. Do I have you convinced that meditation has its uses, even if you're not some uh, retired person living in the mountains or, or a recluse trying to find great spiritual heights? Meditation is for each one of us, you, me and the world. So how can you start and build your own meditation practice? Number one, start with micro meditations. If you're still not convinced of learning a formal meditation practice, begin with small five to 10 minutes of silence and stillness whenever you can carve that into your schedule. Maybe sitting in silence 10 minutes before you start the day or listening to your favorite chant in your commute. Or you could observe your breath or mentally scan the body. You can use apps like Calm, Headspace or videos on YouTube. Just make sure they are reliable. Whatever makes you feel comfortable. 
Patanjali says in the Yoga Sutras that to truly get to a state of Chitta Prasadhanam or the calm, quiet mind that we are all desiring, we can choose whatever as our object of meditation according to our temperament. He actually says, Yatha Abhimata Dhyana, that means choose the object of meditation as per your own temperament. Of course, it's better if the quality of the chosen object is sattvic because it won't excite you further in Ratsik activities or dull your mind further into inactivity or a state of tamas or inertia. Two, practice mindfulness in action. A lot of times for those of us who are busy, the first concern is the lack of time. When you already don't have enough time to fulfill your responsibilities or get work done, where's the possibility of taking time out for meditation? While I don't agree with that thought process and know that there's still that possibility, but that's a discussion for another episode. For now, those of you who feel you don't have sufficient time in your calendars, a good place to begin is to change how you approach your busy day. Can you be more mindful in your conversations, relationships and at work? This might mean not having another tab open in a team's meeting or scrolling on the phone during mealtimes. This way, you don't add to your schedule, but simply modify how you approach your current schedule. 3. Find what fits you. Once you're convinced that meditation is the right way to go, identify the right style of meditation. I experimented with many, many styles before finding what resonated with me. So don't hesitate to experiment and try out various forms of meditation to what sticks with you. Some of us might prefer guided meditations, while others, if you're like me, might find another's voice distracting. You might find it easier to focus on your breath or your body. Some of you might like visualizations. Others might like dynamic meditations involving movement, laughter, gibberish, whatever it is. Remember, all meditation practices, the focus is the same to still our minds. So try whatever it takes till you find what is right for you. Oh, and this is where the going gets hard. Once you find the practice, commit to it. Variety might be the spice in life, but in meditations, how deep we can traverse will make all the difference. So once you find the right one, commit to it and keep exploring deeper nuances with the same practice. I found my meditation practice in 2018 and have committed to it ever since. It's going to be five years of practicing almost every single day. And I know I'm still skimming the surface with the true power of this meditation practice I do daily. So there's your own your everyday tip for this week. Meditation is no longer a luxury, but a necessity. By embracing this practice, you can create an inner calm amidst the storm of your ambitions. Meditation can help reduce suffering, elevate fulfillment, create positive behavioral change, deepen understanding of self, and develop compassion and love for everyone around you. Begin today and experience firsthand how meditation can magnify and enhance your experience of life overall. Reach out to me on LinkedIn or email if you'd like more support in building your personal meditation practice. Until we meet again, this is Shweta Shivraman signing off, hoping you have a phenomenal and calm weekend.